Welcome to the Alpha Omnia Podcast. In this episode, we have the current wrestling world champion at 92 kilos, Jaden Cox. We go over this amazing accomplishment, his stellar career at Mizzou, where he was a three-time NCAA champion and four-time All-American, wrestling at the 2016 Olympics in Rio de Janeiro, where he won bronze, and we talk a little about the upcoming 2020 Olympics in Tokyo, Japan. We might even talk a little UFC in here, but first, I want to talk to you about the only jeans that I wear. Muggsy jeans are the most comfortable men's jeans ever made. That's no exaggeration. These jeans are literally as comfortable as sweatpants. I'm telling you this as a true fan of Muggsy jeans myself. In fact, they're only advertising with us because I reached out to tell them how much I love their jeans. The magic is in their Muggsy denim. Muggsy's founder, Leo, spent five years working with industry experts to redesign the men's jean from the ground up. Their jeans are made from high-tech materials like synthetic silk, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? All you need to know is that Muggsy jeans are so soft, breathable, and flexible, you won't be able to wear any other jeans again after trying them on. Muggsy has free and easy returns, so you have nothing to lose by giving them a try. Do your legs a favor, head to MuggsyJeans.com, that's M-U-G-S-Y Jeans.com to get your own pair of ridiculously comfortable jeans today. And every morning after I put my jeans on, I take handsome pills. Why should you be denied the right to be handsome? Well, the guys over at Handsome Pills have come up with a simple solution for that. Handsome Pills are a multivitamin formulated with all the essential components needed to living a healthy life. Each component plays a vital role in repairing and restoring your hair, skin, and nails. Monthly subscriptions start at a low cost of $16.99 a month, available online at handsomepills.com. So start living healthy, feel great, and most importantly, stay handsome. So now I'm feeling handsome. I got my jeans on. I put on my Alpha Omnia crew neck. Not only is it really comfortable, it's also a stylish fit, perfect for this fall weather. You can check them out on our website, www.alphaomnia.com. We also have t-shirts for sale that are really dope. We offer free shipping on all U.S. orders, no minimum required. So go check it all out at www.alphaomnia.com. Let's go. Uh, I, I don't do this for fun. Dun, da, da, dun, da, da. We, we ain't playing with dun, da, da, dun, da, da. Heart, mind, body, and soul, I need your heart, mind, body, and soul. Heart, mind, body, and soul, I need your heart, mind, body, and soul. Now let's go. Vibe with it, ride with it, let's go. Let's go. Vibe with it, ride with it, let's go. Get chicky, vibe with it, let's go. Let's go. Now let's go. Let's go. Before we get rolling here, I just want to congratulate you on your gold at the 2018 World Wrestling Championships. Yeah, you know, it's an awesome uh, feat. You know, I've been uh, looking to accomplish this goal for a long time, and it's something I've, I've been close to, but to finally grasp it, it's an amazing feeling. Yeah, that's awesome. I was watching one of your interviews from after the um, the match, and you were saying that you were expecting to win, uh, you know, this entire year. You've been going through training. What was training like? How did you prepare for it? Well, you know, like I just uh, I went back, and, you know, Kevin Jackson, I moved to Colorado, and Kevin Jackson really uh, – helped me to improve on areas I needed to improve on and then made strong, uh, made the areas that I was already strong and even stronger. And I think a big thing was just believing in myself, uh, staying uh, true and believing in the training and continue to train hard. You know, like I didn't have the best year before Worlds that I wanted, but um, I knew that um, I was I was doing the right things, basically, you know, because that's something I kept asking Coach Jackson, like, am I doing the right things? Am I doing this? Like, uh, and he just kept reassuring me and, and keeping me in, in the and um in the good light because I was doing the work, I was putting in the the time, you know, I was doing everything I needed to do. Um, I just needed to put it together when it mattered, and and I did. And so, I mean, you know, and that just gave me a, a whole 
like, I don't know, a whole lot of confidence in just knowing, like, I've done what I needed to do. You know, this is, this is where I'm meant to be, and I know what I'm capable of, and I just need to go out there and put it together. Yeah. Well, you said that you didn't have a good year leading up to, um, you know, the World Wrestling Championships, but you won, you were, you know, bronze final, bronze medalist in 2017 at the World Championship. What was going on earlier this year that you weren't so sure of? Well, I don't know if it wasn't, like, I was so, wasn't so sure. I just, like, because I was working hard, I was putting in the work, I was just losing matches, you know. Um, I was losing, I lost two matches, dropped two matches at the World Cup. Um, I lost first round at the tournament in Turkey, you know. So it's just like, and those are like the only big two major uh, competitions I did over the summer. So, like, I wasn't coming off of great performances um, before, like I had in 2017, 2016. Uh, so, I think for me, it was just I had to reassure myself that I was on the right path, I had done the right things, and I was doing the right things to get where I wanted to go. And, you know, it's kind of like you have to have a short memory. It's almost like kind of being like a quarterback. You know, you throw an interception, you have a short memory, move on to the next throw, um, the next in the next series. So that was like what it was for me as well. You know, I have a short memory, learn from those mistakes, um, learn from those matches, but continue on the path that you're on um, to get where you want to go. Yeah, that's awesome. I've always wondered is like when you're going, you know, to these big events, these big matches, is there, you know, some guys from certain countries that, you know, countries you might think, oh, you see them like maybe Iran or Russia, like, oh, these guys are good wrestlers. Is there something that pops out like that when, you know, whether it's the Olympics or these world championship events? I mean, not really. I think for me, like for me, everyone at this level is a, is a great wrestler. I think going from college and, and international, you know, when you get to those big tournaments, you know, those guys earn their way to get here and they're here for a reason and they have talent and they're, and they're able to, uh, to compete just as much as anybody else. So I think just every match having the mindset that I need to come out here and do what I do and enforce my will and take this match um, head on and make it your own. I think that's basically the mindset you have to take with every match going in because everyone can wrestle. I mean, everyone, everyone done the work to be there. Yeah. And it's, yeah, they've all busted their ass. They've all worked hard. Yeah. It's, it doesn't matter what country you come from. It's, you know, you're representing a country, but the country you're from didn't really play too much of a role in you getting there, I'd assume. But yeah, so you, when you came to Mizzou, you jumped on the scene immediately. As a true freshman, you won a national championship. What was that like? You know, you were really accomplished in high school for state titles um, at various weights. And then Mizzou, your first year, you won a national championship. What was that like? And were you expecting that kind of outcome? Um, I don't know if it, expecting is the right word there, but I definitely believe in my capability. And um, I don't know, I kind of carry a um, kind of naive way of thinking. I think with wrestling, you know, especially when I was younger, uh, I was just, uh, you know, I, it didn't matter to me who you were or how old you were or what year you were or, or, or what you had done. And for me, it was just about um, getting the wins and winning that title um, and learning and taking in as much as I could, you know. So I, I just I just go out there and wrestle, man. So going out there, I just believed in what I was doing and the training, and it showed as time went on, you know, because, you know, my first couple – I dropped my, my first dual match, I remember. I dropped that to Phil Wellington. And then from there, you know, I definitely learned a lot. And then I learned – even then I lost actually even the Kyvin Gadsden at the scuffle um, that year as well. And, you know, so I just picked up on so much and kept learning. And I think that's the, the great thing about Mizzou in general and the coaching too, that there's always room to improve. 
And so I was always striving to get better and get better and get better. And so as that continued on, you know, it showed off in NCAAs, putting everything together once again and taking everything I've learned and, and letting it all show and let it all come out um, on the big stage. What sparked your interest in Mizzou? I know you're from Columbia. You went to Hickman, which is local high school. Was Mizzou always a, like a school you wanted to wrestle at or, you know, did it fit well because it's, you know, your hometown, close to home, your parents can come watch you? Why was Mizzou such a good fit for you? Well, I think a couple of things. One, I think educationally they were the best for me. Um, they helped me out a lot. Uh, two, um, I got a really good sound bite from, uh, from Sammy Henson. Um, and I remember that they came to my, they came to my house and they could visit. And, uh, and Henson is a good family friend of mine too. We go back, his family and I. So, I mean, um, his family and my family, I've been are basically like literally basically one. He, he came to my house and he said that, uh, one with you and one without you. You know, that's how, that's what we're going to do. And I remember hearing that. And I'm like, dang, that's pretty serious. And I, that's something I definitely wanted to be a part of. And also I, I prayed because I, I also had the opportunity to go to the OTC when I was, when I was coming out of, uh, coming out of high school or while I was in high school. And so I, you know, I prayed about it and, um, I don't know, just when I was praying and I, and I, and I prayed on each on which I should do, um, I just felt an overall calmness and warmth about Mizzou that I really, that really just pulled me to it. And so that was my decision and I stuck with it and I, and I don't regret it at all. I think it was the best thing for me. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, worked out great, super accomplished athlete. And I love that quote too, you know, we'll win with you or we'll win without you. Like, I'd love you to come here, but you know, we're going to try to kick your ass if we ever face you kind of mentality. No, for sure. Yeah, that would definitely get me interested and psyched up too. Um, so then, you know, you're having, you know, a great career at Mizzou and then the Olympics uh, roll around Rio. Did you, was this kind of a goal that you maybe had in high school or were you just like dominating in college and you're like, you know what, I think I can really compete. Let me see what I can do. Well, I think it was a goal that I had when I was younger. Yeah. But at that time, I mean, you can have, Smith, uh, Coach Smith about this too, because uh, a lot of people for some reason don't believe this, but I did not want to go to the Olympic trials in 2016. You know, so I was I was told that I, I just needed the rest. My body needed the break. Um, it was just it was just rough um, on me, and I and I don't even you know I don't even know why I even uh, I don't know why I listened to him. I think I was just because I, I trusted him. But he's like, you got to go. You can do this. You know, you can make 86. Let's go. So I went, and uh, Mike Ironman was my was my coach at, at, at that time, you know, and he was training me. Um, we went, and you know, and we won, you know, and it was it was amazing, you know. And literally, I mean, people don't believe this either, but it was literally two weeks of training was all it took was all um, was all I did before um, the Olympic trials, you know, two weeks, and then just go there and had the same mentality as I've had through college. It's just like I don't care what you've done, who you are. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to wrestle. You know, and um, and do what I do, and um, I'm just, I was just you know grateful to, to come out on top and um, to get to perform. What was the best part of Rio? Maybe not so much the competition part, but you know, outside of it, like just being around the the, the atmosphere. Um, I think uh, outside of it was um, was definitely visiting uh, the Christ the Redeemer. It was really cool. It's so big that like in order to get like a full picture of it, they actually have these areas where you can lay down. So that you can uh, take a picture of it, like going upward. So, um, so that you can lay down on these like little spots, these little mats on the ground, 
so you can take pictures of it. I thought that was pretty cool just to visit that. I also got to meet Floyd Mayweather while I was there. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, and so, I mean, that was cool. I got a picture with him. And so, yeah, it was awesome. People swarmed him like crazy. So, yeah, I really enjoyed um, Rio. That's what I got to enjoy in, in Rio. So uh, he was there when, when the Team USA was visiting Christ the Redeemer, and uh, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Is he a cool guy? Yeah, he was pretty chill. I mean, he was he's very welcoming. He talked to us all. You know, very respectful. I mean, it was really cool getting to meet him. I mean, he was getting mobbed, and he handled it very professionally. So, I mean, it was really cool to us to, to meet someone who's, I think, so high up on not only on his, his craft, but, you know, just in society in general. You know, um, it was cool just to interact with him and uh, and get get to have a picture, a few words, and, 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 and move on about our day. You know, it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's really cool. What about like the mental aspect of wrestling, especially, you know, at your level, you compete at such a high level and, you know, you dominate, you are always winning. What is the mental aspect? Because, yeah, you're really strong, you're really good, but it's also, obviously, it's such a big mental game also. You have to keep your mind right. And so, you know, every single day you're training, you're doing something to better yourself. Well, like, what do you, what are little tr- tips or tricks that you do? Like, what gets you going? What keeps you motivated? What inspires you? Well, I think that the moment in time where uh, where the sport's no longer fun for me, that's when I'll have to step away. Because I really think fun is a big part of, of it for me. I mean, I, I look to enjoy my time, not just out there on the map, but through the training, through the grind, through, uh, through the fight that I have to give each and every day. If I'm not enjoying it and wanting to put my all in it, then I shouldn't be doing it. And I think fun is a big part of it because if you're not having fun, that's when you burn out. That's when you fall apart in, in whatever it is that you're doing. And it's amazing what fun can do for people because, like, for things that aren't fun, you usually, what, you don't put your your best foot forward for things that aren't fun. All right? It's just a fact. You don't. Yeah, no, you definitely and burn out. Yeah, if you're not having fun, you know, it's you're going to be less motivated to get up in the morning and attack your goals. You definitely, yeah, you definitely have to have fun. With no, it. definitely. And it's like, and it's just like, but like, so like there can be something really important to you, but it's not fun, but you do it anyway, but you hate it. And like, it may not even be done to the fullest of what it can be done because you hate it. But yet you can go do something like play a pickup basketball game. That means nothing. It's not going to get you views or on, on a, on YouTube or anything. It's not going to, it's not going to make you any money. It, it means literally nothing, but you'll play a pickup basketball game with your friends, but you'll go all out for this, for this game, you know, and put your best foot forward, even though like there's not much behind it because of the passion you have. Right. Yeah. So I think that's, that's pretty interesting um, to me. So I think fun is a very huge, um, you know, part of, of at least my mentality that I'm going to go out here, I'm going to have fun, and I'm going to grind. I also think that for me as well is, um, is faith is a big one too because there's going to be points and times in your training and even in competition where you're going to have to push your body to a point which you haven't seen or, or felt before sometimes. you know. And I think faith really drives you to, uh, how do I say, to not fear that, to keep going, you know. Um, keep pushing, drive through it, and um, you know, and and just keep fighting. Uh, even though maybe you maybe you haven't, your body hasn't been through this, or your mind hasn't been through this, but that faith keeps you fighting, keeps you driving, um, and pushing through that. So I think those two big things, fun and faith, 
are, are huge things for mentality as far as mentality goes for wrestling. And they're very big in, in, in my mentality. No, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, what do you do? What are the little things that you do to have fun with it? Like for me, for example, if I start, you know, when I'm working out, I usually after, you know, six, eight weeks, I'll get bored with my routine. So then I usually change it up. You know, I'll focus on more exercises that I enjoy doing to keep me going to the gym, you know, to keep me coming back. What are like little things that you do to make it fun um, and not, you know, the same thing over and over where you might get bored and get burned out? Well, for me, it's like I, I look to uh, – I don't look for the, the sport necessarily to change anything about me. I've always been someone who just wants to go out there and have fun. So I have to incorporate things. If I have to incorporate things like maybe have a, play a game or anything like that, especially when it's in those situations. Like I'm, I might play a game, but also the camaraderie around the people around you helps a lot. You know, I have great workout partners, great coaching. We look to just have a high energy when we come into the room. We connect well with each other. You know, and I think a huge thing that we do is amazing just talk, you know. I really enjoy this sport, the ins and outs of this sport. So it's really easy for me just to enjoy what I'm doing all out. But it makes it easier to have other people who are also on that um, track with you and are training with you. That way you have people to connect with as well uh, and find ways to make it even more fun. Um, And, uh, you know, when you're getting better and you're achieving your goals, that makes it a lot easier as well. It's hard to not have fun whenever you're you're reaching your your um, the goals you've set for yourself um, out there, and uh, you know I just really enjoy it. I mean, you know, these guys um, have been a tremendous help. But yeah, I incorporate games. I I like to just talk to people about this um, about what we're doing or or what what's going on. There's really not an aspect I don't enjoy about this, and it's not hard. You know, it's not. I don't think of it as a routine. You know, um, more so I, I think of it as a passion. Um, and if you have a passion for it, then then you're going to you're going to look to accomplish whatever it is you need to accomplish or do whatever it is you have to do. So I, I think one thing would be changing your mindset on it, because when you think of things like routine, it, it becomes old. Right. It becomes it becomes like, oh, it's just something else I come to. But no, I think that putting that level of, in, of importance, that passion for the something that that level of uh, that level of drive for something makes it more than just, oh, I'm coming in at whatever time in the morning and whatever time in the afternoon, and I'm just going to do this work. No, it's, it's more than that. Like, I want to enjoy this. Like, this is something – I don't want to just come in here and, and, and miss two hours of my life and then leave and then come back and do it again. I want to come in and I want to actually – I want to experience every single second, every single minute, every hour of what I'm doing and truly get the most out of it. Because at the end of the day, everyone has a time limit. And I, I'm not going to be wrestling forever – I can't. My body's not going to hold up. So I'm going to enjoy every single moment here right now that I can um, today. Yeah, I think you nailed that spot on. Passion is so important. Uh, you know, you have to be in your moment, enjoy it. And also, it's so important to surround yourself with people that have similar goals as you, that you guys are, you know, trying to achieve the same things and that are good people. You hear that amongst athletes all the time. They're like, yeah, man, I really miss the locker room or I miss the camaraderie or I miss, you know, the people I worked with that I saw every single day because you guys all have such a good time. You know, it's like that struggle that you guys have together, but you're doing it together and you make the best of it. But like you said, it's like, it's not a routine for you. It's every single day. It's what you love to do. And I feel like I wish, you know, more people could find something like that, that they love where it is, it isn't a routine. It's a passion. They kind of want to 100% devote their life to like you have, which, you know, is amazing. No. Yeah, for sure. So then I've also noticed that you've jumped around in weight, you know, a little bit, uh, you know, from college to, you know, now, uh, what's, 
you know, the decision and the thought process behind that? Well, I mean, I think that for me, it was, uh, well, now my weight's only five pounds over what I was in college. Before I was out of college, it was, let me see, it was, I think, eight pounds, eight pounds less. So um, I think after 2017, you know, it was just a, a hard weight to make. And so I, you know, I was just like, you know what, I, I need something different. Plus, with Team USA um, having such a deep lineup and there being two extra weights added, um, you know, it made sense for me to go up. Um, it also made sense to, uh, to like, make sh- not make sure, but to allow our, our, our depth to show for Team USA. And so, I mean, uh, I think that it was a great, the great, uh, great thing to do. Cause I mean, if you think about it back in 2016, three of the guys that were three guys that were world champions were at the same weight two, two years ago. So, I mean, now we have all three of us are world champs. So I think that's awesome. So, um, I think it was just good for my body, especially coming in thinking about 2020 where there's only six weights, I'm going to have to make a decision whether to go up or down. I think with this being my, uh, you know, my set weight, at a uh, 92 kilos, I think that will better help me to then be prepared to do whatever it is I have to do, whether it's going up or down for 2020. If you were to go up, what, what what's that weight that you'd have to hit? So going up would have to be 97 kilos. I think that's about like 213. Yeah. Um, and then going down so that would be that. Be... Going down would be um, 189.6. I think it was. So yeah, both. So either one, I got I would have to touch one of those. Not, I wouldn't have to touch 213. I could weigh what I am right now. Um, and, and be fine. But I mean, um, I definitely would have to get bigger for that one or get smaller for 86. So it's, it's going to be a choice in 2020. And uh, I think 92 is just a good place for me to, uh, to fit in right now and, uh, and just wait till then and we'll see what comes. Yeah. Uh, is it harder or easier for you to gain weight? Um, or it's lose actually kind of hard. I mean, I think, I think we all have like a, a set weight, kind of like, uh, like, kind of like if you went in um, to your grandmother's house, and you ate everything, and then you know the next day you weighed the same that you did the day before, or, or over a couple of days you went back down to the weight you were. Like that's your set weight, right? That's what you're that's what you're naturally at. So like for me, like putting on weight, I don't think is terribly hard. I think putting it on is not hard. It's keeping it on is that that's the difficult thing. And as far as like losing weight's never been an issue really. Um, I can lose weight relatively easily it's just a matter of how my body will react to it or how my how uh you know if i if i've done everything correctly like it, it's just that's a tough scale to kind of to go down so i mean you got to figure out kind of what can your body can handle or what can it can do and when do you have to make that decision for 2020 sometime in 2019 or 2020 oh so yeah you know, so you're not worried about it yet no no and no, i'm not yet that's nice. You still got, you know, some time. You can figure it out. One, a couple more things before we wrap things up. You compete at a very high level in wrestling. And a lot of people who do UFC, they do MMA. They come, you know, from a wrestling background. Have you ever had any interest in doing something like that? Not really. I mean, I enjoy the grappling side of MMA. You know, I'm just not all about that getting punched in the face life, you know? Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, you know, I like my face the way it is. And I think other people's faces look fine the way they are, so I don't need to punch them in there. You know, so I, I I haven't really had an interest in um in the combative sport of of, of MMA, but like I enjoy like grappling around and and submission holds. Like I, I completely enjoy that. Actually, I was in Florida with American Top Team. Um, the Missouri was there doing some uh, duels, 
And um, Johnny Eblen actually is in uh, with America Top Team in Florida. And so uh, I got to go down there and um, roll around with some guys, and, and that was pretty, it was pretty cool just to uh, experience what kind of like what they experienced and show them some things as far as the wrestling goes down. So, yeah, I rolled around with, with uh, Johnny Eblen. Uh, Greg Hardy was there. So, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Yeah, no, because I know, you know, a lot of, I watch some UFC, uh, whatnot, and, you know, a lot of them do have wrestling backgrounds, and, you know, I was thinking, you know, was he interested in something like this? Because, you know, you have a great career, whatnot, and I'm like, he could be a, probably be really good at this, too, but, yeah, I'm, I mean, I don't want to get punched in the face, either. Those are some, you know, big guys, too, and if you've mastered, you know, skill and like you have your expertise, you know, staying in, keep dominating, keep on, you know, winning these top competitions. So, no, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's a great, it's a, it's a, it's a good sport. I think, you know, wrestling is a great doorway if you want to go into MMA, just because it teaches you that body control and it teaches you to be aware of, uh, of your situation where you're at and, you know, in every way. So I think like, and plus you're dangerous on getting people down to the ground and also you're aware when you're on the ground. So you can kind of just feel out when, um, when you're in trouble or, or when you're in an advantage position and it teaches you how to maneuver and, and uh, work around somebody else's body. So I think it's, it's pretty, it's a pretty good, uh, starter kit for, uh, MMA for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, so last question, um, what's your favorite moment competing, um, you know, in wrestling It could be high school, college, it could be, you know, something recent, you know, what's one moment that stands out. Maybe it was even a loss or maybe it was like a fight, um, a match that you didn't think you were going to be able to win, but you ended up pulling out, um, the victory. Um, I, well, I don't know. That's a, that's a hard one, man. Sorry. I'd have so Sorry, many, man. you know, I, oh, you're good. You're good. I have so many, you know, like I remember having to, having to tech fall the heavyweight for Cornell for my team to, to win that duel. That was a big one. I was excited for that. Winning my first national title was great. The bronze medal of the Olympics was awesome. I just think there were people mainly just to, cause there were a lot, there were some people that didn't think that I would even medal. Um, you know, uh, I mean, winning the world, the Olympic trials was great. Um, winning this, I mean, I would, I would say winning the, the world this year was awesome, but more so getting over that, that hump of the semifinals. That was really awesome for me. Um, cause usually I'm a guy that picks things up really quick. You know, I can, I can, I can learn something really fast and, and get it down and, and, um, you know, and be very successful very, very quickly. Um, but this on the international stage, you know, it took me three years to, to get where I wanted to be. So to finally overcome that, that, uh, that hill or that hump, you know, it's, uh, was awesome. And, um, I was excited and, and, uh, that was, that was, that was great for me. I think actually the moment that I, the best for me is listening to the national anthem play for me, um, play for me whenever, uh, I won the world, you know, like getting the belt was cool, getting the medal, but I had been working to hear my national anthem with me on top of the podium and just to have that moment and my memory forever is awesome. And it's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome to hear. I, that would, um, I feel like if I was ever in that kind of position, I, that would definitely be one of my favorite moments too. You know, you've won, you got your national anthem playing. It's just, it must be a great feeling. And, you know, congratulations. I'm happy to hear that you've had all this success. Um, especially since I've been, you know, following you since Mizzou. Um, you know, before we sign off, do you want to shout out any sponsors and, you know, let people know how they can find you or, you know, what's next for you so we can, you know, follow along and keep up with you? Yeah, for sure. You know, I want to shout out to, uh, to Nike. You know, they've done a great job um, just supplying the team. Uh, it, was, it was awesome working with you guys. They, they do a really great job. 
Um, with the new singlets, new shoes coming out, I think it's awesome. Uh, I want to shout out to Pure and Clean. Since having Pure and Clean on my side, I have not had um, any really problems at all as far as breaking out with any skin disease or anything from the mat. Um, grit, uh, you know, they've a great recovery drink. You know, Ivanoff uh, has definitely done a great job supplying me with that, and uh, it's a great product. So, I mean, they, all these guys have definitely done just a, a wonderful job. Also, college wrestling is coming out, um, which is just a way for people to uh, to get in touch with college coaches and continue their careers. So um, I'll be posting more about that. But um, all these all these sponsors have done a wonderful job with me, and uh, I'm grateful to, to represent them. And if you guys want to reach me, I'm on uh, Facebook as JC Cox. Um, my Twitter handle is uh, Matrix underscore eighty six ninety two, and on uh, Instagram is that J M I Z underscore C U S A. And, yeah, hit me up if you guys need anything or want to get a hold of me. Awesome, Jaden. Thank you so much. And I'll link all that on my website as well, www.alphaomnia.com, just in case anyone wants to easily access your pages from there as well. Um, and, dude, thank you so much for coming on. I had a great time, you know, learning a little bit about, you know, everything that's been going on. And, dude, I'll be rooting for you. I can't wait till uh, 2020. I need a red carpet on my driveway. I'm a monster, heard it midway. Put your way, I do this shit my way. I need all your energy, I need you to believe. All my body and soul. I need all your energy, I need you to believe. All my body and soul. Go, I need all your energy, I need you to believe. Divine gift, divine gift, divine gift, divine gift. Does not come from, 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 come